is Mike Jimenez, and this is the Acquired Taste. Hope everyone's having an amazing day. It's going to be a good, fun, big show today. I am amped up already, my man. Joe Garcia producing today's show. I'm amped up because I just walked in the door like a minute and a half ago, right? I was late coming over here, but I already prepped the show. I know everything we want to talk about today. We are live right now on Facebook, live on YouTube, live on Twitter, Subscribe to us on YouTube. We can read your comments in real time. And on top of that, don't forget to subscribe to the Acquired Taste on Spotify as well. We do have a special guest today, Jeff Garcia. Money bags AKA himself. Money bags. Money bags will be in the house today at about uh, 20 minutes or so. We have some stuff. We have some business to attend to before we get into the Spurs talk. But Joe Garcia producing today's show. What's going on, Joe? Oh, man, I'm loving these comments. Christopher Leha, my boy over here on Twitter. Let the horniness begin. Okay, so first of all, first of all, I will own it. I will own it. I like pretty girls, okay? I am faithful to my wife. I love my wife. And I follow around like a puppy dog because I have the hots for my wife, right? But. You guys give me crap because I met Paige Speronic years ago, uh, earlier this year. <laughs> you know, I've met Annie Agar and lots of, of other celebrities over the years. And uh was watching first take this morning. Oh, were you? You're and looking I, at Molly. You're checking out Molly? Molly Kiram. She does it for me. I'm so I have a poll out right now. All right. At MJ Acquired Taste on Twitter. Choose your fighter. Molly Kiram. Paige Speronic. <laughs> and I think it's going to be closer than what most people think because Maxim Magazine says that Paige Speronic is the sexiest woman on the planet. But I think Molly Kiram is going to show up today. Maybe not win this poll, but she's going to be up there in percentage points. It's going to be closer than what man, most people think. Man, I don't know, think. man. I, I'm not much of a for blondes, man. I'm more for like the brunettes. So yeah. Molly's. Molly does it for me. Right man. down the wheelhouse. We'll talk about that during the entertainment section. Oh, we got shout outs here. You know, uh, Tim Gonzalez here says, good afternoon, Mike and Joe. What's up? And then Chris M says, mm -hmm. what's up, Mike and Joe? What's up? Thank you guys for commenting. We greatly appreciate and it. And Memo's excited because he says money bags himself. Now, he will also be on by video, by the way. I talked oh, to man. Jeff about this. Is he going to have the silver platter ready like Chris Gonzalez says? Now, the top hat might be on. I okay. hope we need to get him one, dude. It would be so much fun to get him a top Just hat. Just own it, Jeff. He, he, he wants to avoid this topic. Just He's own it, Jeff. He's tired of it. But Just it doesn't it. go away. It doesn't go away. The normal folk don't order a steak, a French steak, on a silver platter. And it was a juicy steak at it, that. It was moist is what <laughs> that was. Hey, last night I had a great time over at Curry's Boys Barbecue. Uh, over off the St. Mary's Strip, it was a, a bit of a Spurs Twitter meet and greet last night, uh, hosted by Thomas, the uh, one of the owners over at Mudslinger's Drive Through Coffee. He helped host the event over there. Um, Chris Leha, one of our sponsors, was also out there oh, as he was well. There. MCS, right? MCS, yeah. baby, yeah. And uh, we had a good time out there. Had some. I had never had that place before. Was it good? It was different. I liked it, but it wasn't what I expected because when I hear barbecue. I'm picturing like pork ribs. Oh, you think it Texas barbecue? I, I, I'm, okay. I'm, th I'm thinking, you know, with the sides. And then I didn't put two and two together, and I get this bowl with rice, potatoes, a little bit of veggies in there, along with brisket on top. Don't get me wrong; it was good. It was really good. It was spicier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. But my goodness, uh, it's different. It wasn't what I expected. But that's a I good thing, it. though. Man. I like a it. good thing, though, because you get your. You have greens at the same time, you know. A little bit, that. Not, not a lot. You got some uh, rice, you know. Yeah, a little bit, but it, it's right off the uh, St. Mary's Strip. It's like maybe 
maybe 10 yards off the St. Mary's Strip, uh, kind of where the original Burger Boy is in that, oh, okay. in that part of the Strip. But I had a good time out there. Is it Kitty Corner? Yeah, no, it's it's just to the side of it. It's I say kitty. I'm just say catty corner. Man, I gotta meet your cousin one time. Oh, I'm gonna dude, give him, Lorenzo's. I'm gonna great. give him shit for that. And dude. Lorenzo, my my cousins, <laughs> by the way, in California, they're well to do, man. I mean, they are high up in the fire department. You know, my cousin is a uh, is a uh, cat is a chief, I believe, in one of the, in L.A. County Fire. Oh, nice. The other one for a uh, gas company like chevron i believe is, is what it is yeah they use phrases like kitty corner i get them so much crap about it but they're the closest things to brothers that i had growing yeah. up because i have four sisters no brothers so they were my brothers growing up my two cousins over there in california now i have my brother-in-law renee and he is now my brother brother because even though he's my brother-in-law i don't refer to him as such he's my brother Hey, man, I was going to tell you, this is kind of a big deal, dude. I mean, we haven't been getting into the topic topics or nothing. But did you see that they're going to be having a hearing today over in uh, in the Capitol in Washington about UFOs, dude? Yeah. That's kind of a big deal because they don't really talk about that. And now they have a whistleblower and they have some prominent people that are in the military that are going to be talking about a government conspiracy, cover-ups and whatnot. This is like a big deal. You know, it's one of those things where if it is true that UFOs do exist, uh, I think the governments would probably not say anything because there would be a worldwide panic. Because I don't think a lot of people are mature enough to or mentally stable enough to take that type of news. Do I believe that other life exists outside of the Earth? Yes, I do. The Earth is vast. I mean, the Earth, the, the the universe is vast, right? Yeah. And, you know, you can go on and on and on. There's probably millions and millions and millions of planets just like ours somewhere out there in the middle of nowhere. There's life somewhere. Yeah. And I will say this much. If they're smart enough to get over here, they are way smarter than us. Oh, man. Okay? This, this comment has me dying right now, man. Jonathan C., don't let the UFO talk distract you from the facts that Jimenez kept his dog outside. Does it keeps kept them outside? They are indoors right now with my daughter. And so these are these I are keep spoiled dogs, man. Dude, it's 105, 106 yeah. degrees. And I have a husky and a golden retriever. Those are big dogs that are very furry. I'm not gonna keep them outside. I kept them out in the rain accidentally one time, and I won't live it down. Just like Jeff Garcia from Lockdown Spurs, lead writer from Ken's Five Sports. Cannot live down the fact that he is money bags. He'll well, be on. Let me in ask about you a question, minutes. man. We're talking about UFOs real quick because they're having that yeah. hearing over, you know, in the in Washington or whatever. But have you ever seen a UFO in real life? No, I, I don't think I've ever seen any dancing lights or anything like that. Okay, you know who has? Who's that? Carolina Teague. Dude, you know what? If I had to guess, who would have seen a <laughs> a? Uh, some sort of light up in the air and if i were to say hey which one of your friends would have been abducted by a ufo i would have said carolina carolina t, t yeah. yeah that is so <laughs> ct right there and i'm not saying that they don't exist but it is so ct to have seen something like that next time she's on the show we gotta ask her about that man now i've never and i understand that most of the things that you see out there have some sort of actual factual thing about it that makes it where it's plausible that it was just something else like something oh, man a weather balloon or something yeah like or whatever the case may be but uh there are times out there where you see pilots you know airline pilots military pilots who are like i don't know what the hell i just saw yeah and those are the ones that i think 
you know, saw something. Do I believe that people are being raised up, levitated off the off, off the ground like unsolved mysteries in, like in X Files, X Files into some <laughs> flying saucer and then anally probed? No, I don't believe any of that crap. You think they're just on a bad trip, man? Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, I saw this uh, report the other day talking about haunted houses. Yeah. And, you know, my wife and I are really into that whole paranormal crap, right? Yeah. And I know that 99% of it's probably just BS. But there was a study that showed that they visited this, this company or this, this, these researchers visited all of these famous haunted house places, right? Yeah. You know, and, and that movies have been made about. And they tested the area and they have high levels of carbon monoxide, which oh, makes people hallucinate. Okay. And then the other thing about it is, is that I uh, have a form of narcolepsy uh, called sleep paralysis. Okay. And I haven't suffered, knocking on wood here, I haven't suffered from sleep paralysis in about three years. But I used to suffer from it daily, weekly, for about the better part of 25 years of my life. And for those of you who have had sleep paralysis, you know, it is a trippy experience. A lot of people think it's an evil experience. Yeah. Like, oh, well, you got demons who have entered your body or whatever. I don't believe in any of that crap. Okay. And I don't believe in, in that. It, it, there's, there is a scientific reason as to why I had sleep paralysis. And basically, if you don't know what sleep paralysis is, do you, have you ever had it? Yeah, I've had I've experienced it a couple of times. Sleep paralysis is basically when you fall asleep, your mind and body are supposed to shut off at the exact same time. And with sleep paralysis... Your body falls asleep, but your mind doesn't. And you're still 20, 30% awake, but your your body has gone into a paralyzed state because it's time to go night-night. Yeah. And that's the reason why we don't punch up in the air or do anything crazy when we're sleeping because our body tells – our mind tells our body to shut down when it time, it's time to go to sleep. And uh, sleep paralysis, your mind has not fully turned off. And it's a crazy experience. And there's a lot of artwork from the 1500s, 1600s, 1700s about sleep paralysis, but they didn't know how to describe it. They just felt like they were being possessed by something evil. No, <laughs> there's a scientific reason as to why you have sleep paralysis. There is. Yeah. Now, is there 100% conclusive evidence as to exactly why or what makes somebody more uh, likely to have it than others? No. But sleep paralysis is creepy, man. I swear I had the sensation that I was flying through the room. Okay. And it's just the creepiest thing to wake up. My wife, though, has said that I fought through sleep paralysis a couple of times and I was able to wake her up so that she could wake me up. Uh, but Chris Leha reaches out to us and says, the kukui is coming for you, Mike. The horny kukui. <laughs> hey, you know, waking up with uh, some morning wood. That's natural, baby. And look at when this, you man. don't, by the way, when you don't, that's how you know something's wrong. Look at Tim Gonzalez. Mudslingers needs to come up with a drink name for money bags. We did come up with the name. We're calling it the money bags. The money bags green tea. It's yeah. $25 a cup. You know, it's $1 for the tea and $24 goes directly to Jeff Garcia's Bank of America checking account. It's either going to be the money bags or the big time. The way Jeff always says it. The big time. The big I time. like that. Hey, you know, speaking of money bags, we have a lot to get into. One of the... Uh, Key players from the Dallas Cowboys most definitely got money bags yesterday. Oh, yeah, man. We also are going to talk about the fact that, you know, yesterday we talked about how the NBA had a new highest paid player in the league. 
Well, now the NFL has a new highest paid player in the league, and this is somebody who's never won a playoff game. And uh, we'll talk about the uh, Texas Rangers and Houston Astros going neck and neck in the AL West. See, now we're going to be talking a little bit about yeah. baseball. We got a little lot of bit. We got some shit yesterday because they're like, you don't talk about the Astros. Yeah, we'll sneak in some talk about Lionel Messi, who's making it look easy here in the United States. Jason Aldean. Okay, we thought we put this whole thing to bed, right? And we're not going to get angry about oh, it today man. maybe you i'm should. not going to be throwing f-bombs i'm not going to be making accusations or anything like that today but believe it or not there's an update on this video that i find to be very very interesting they've changed the music video we'll tell oh, you what man. they did and the battle of the hotties Paige Veronic, molly kiram choose your fighter we have a poll on twitter at mj acquire taste again we're live on facebook twitter and youtube subscribe to us on youtube Hit the like button already, baby. The show just started. Hit the like button already. We're going to go for another hour or so. And also subscribe to us on Spotify. Those numbers keep going up by the day when it comes to our Spotify subscribers. Again, if you listen at 3 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 7 o'clock, midnight, or even the next day, this show is for you because we try not to date it. We try to make it a show uh, that is kind of evergreen for at least 48 hours or so. Right. Yeah, and I ain't too proud to beg either, man. If y'all like what we're doing, mm -hmm. send us some love. That's right. You know, we've gotten more than two hundred dollars worth of tips <laughs> over the crazy, past dude. couple of weeks. <laughs> this is great. Buy us a beer. You know, this is kind of like your way of sponsoring our show, five dollars at a time. That's amazing. We we really love our sponsors. We're going into month number two of this because we started midway through June. July is basically we're wrapping up our first full month here doing this show. We're adding the fantasy gods. Probably get another week or so. In a, uh, yes, August 6th. So yeah. not this Sunday, but the following Sunday. We're going to add another hour to this show in the next couple of weeks. And on top of that, we are in talks about having a Dallas Cowboys-centric podcast, a weekly therapy couch, if you will, where we dissect. It's not going to be me. Yeah. It's going to be a Cowboy fan. It's going to be... It's not me either. No, no. It's <laughs> going to be somebody different who's going to dissect every single Dallas Cowboys game uh, along the way, you know, basically give us a, a reaction to it all. But um, the thing about it is this. We're going to have Jeff Garcia on in about 10 minutes or so. I already got in contact with him, and I let yeah. him know, man. No, no, we're, we're, we're all good. Let's talk about the Dallas Cowboys because NFL training camp is officially underway. All the teams have reported for duty. The Dallas Cowboys are over in Oxnard, California, just outside of Los Angeles, and they're taking care of business early. When it comes to one particular player, Trayvon Diggs, star cornerback. You know, the dude led the league in interceptions two years ago. He got the bag. He got the money bags yesterday. Signed a five-year extension. Get this. $97 million, Man. including a $21 million signing bonus. If he hits all his incentives, the deal could be worth $104 million. This makes Trayvon Diggs the fifth highest paid cornerback in the nfl now this year he's not making that money okay he got the yeah. signing bonus but his base salary this year is just over four million not a bad raise for a guy who was drafted in the second round of the draft back in 2020 i like trayvon diggs he is uh feast or famine when it comes to him he gives up a lot of yards again the year that he led the league in interceptions he was also one of the league leaders in yards given up okay that's not a good thing to lead the league in <laughs> but he got a lot of takeaways it was double digit interceptions man he, he's a 
He's a very good player. Last year, fewer interceptions, but also fewer yards given up. He cleaned it up a bit. Trayvon Diggs is a special player out there, and this is one of the guys the Cowboys needed to wrap up. The thing about it, though, is this. Guess who didn't show up to Cowboy camp? Zach Martin. We kind of knew that was going to happen. Well, he announced it last week. He was like, hey, I might not show up because the guy wants to get paid. And I'm thinking about it. Who are the players on the Cowboys roster that are not going to get paid? Because the Cowboys can't pay everybody. There is a salary cap involved. Now, it's a weird salary cap, and some of this could be a bonus, and some of this cannot be, and all of that stuff. But for all intents and purposes, there is somewhat of a salary cap in the NFL. And we know that Tony Pollard's on a one-year deal. He's on the franchise tag for $10.1 million this year. If Underpaid, cow- man. If they, yeah, Right. Yeah. I mean. He was a better player than Zeke. He man. was. He was. But it's just one of those things where running backs. I mean, they had to have a summit this past week. Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard that. There were star running backs coming together on a Zoom to bitch, moan, and complain about the fact that they're not getting paid. It's because. They're complaining about the fact that they're on a rookie deal for four or five seasons. Then they get slapped the franchise tag, franchise tag, and then they're told you're too old. You have too much, too many miles on the odometer to, to re-sign. And they're saying no other position has that problem. They're not doing that to quarterbacks. They're not doing that to wide receivers. They're not doing that to linebackers and defensive linemen, right? Edge rushers and things like that. Uh, they're screwed, and there's nothing they can do about it. Because yep. everyone has come to the conclusion that running backs are a dime a dozen and that you can get 80% of the production elsewhere. Like, I'll give you an example. The Cowboys have Malik Davis, who may or may not make the team. Yeah. I like that guy. He can get you 80% to 100% of what Zeke got you, maybe even better, at like a minimum salary. It's crazy. But Zach Martin is over here. He sees the writing on the wall. He sees that the Cowboys are going to have to do something for C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb, I'm not going to say that C.D. Lamb, I saw somebody on Twitter say that C.D. Lamb is the best wide receiver in the NFL. He's not. Oh, man, yeah, no. But he's, 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 around, he's around five or six. What do you think, top five, top ten? Top ten, easily. Top five, you can make an argument. I'm not going to say that it's a no. He's on, kind of on the fringe. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think Justin Jefferson's the best in the league, and then I would go on to say Jamar Chase and, I could probably name about two others, and then I'll go, okay, well, maybe this is CeeDee Lamb at number five, but he's probably he, – he's definitely in the top ten. Yeah. Which means he's got to get paid at some point. And if he's going to get paid, we're talking $25, $30 million Damn. for a wide receiver one if they want to keep him. What are they going to do? Let him go? And then you, you yeah. take a look at Zach, at Zach Martin. Zach Martin's there saying – I'm a future Hall of Famer. I rarely miss games. I go to Pro Bowl after Pro Bowl, and you're not going to take care of me. He makes $13 million a year. He's upset because the best guards in the league, the highest-paid guards in the league, make 20 And he's saying, I should make what they make. Meantime, yeah. take a look at Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott making $40 million a year is now like the 10th highest-paid player when it comes to quarterbacks. Dude, Patrick Mahomes, as of today, became the eighth highest paid quarterback in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes, who signed like a 10-year, $400 million deal. It's because the market got reset again. Yesterday, we were talking about the NBA and Jalen Brown becoming the highest paid player 
in the NBA, a $300 million deal for five years or six years, rather, going to get paid $69 million in his final season. Ridiculous. Fully guaranteed. Yeah. In the NFL, Justin Herbert, star quarterback of the Chargers, signed a deal that is just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Five years, $262 million. It's an extension that makes him the highest paid player in NFL history. It tops what Lamar Jackson signed earlier this year. Okay, is Justin Herbert good? Yes. He's one of the best young quarterbacks to come out. But you look at his numbers. He puts up 4,700 to 5,000 yards per year. Lots of touchdowns. Great. He's a fine young quarterback. He's a top 10 quarterback in the league. If it's talent-wise, he's probably top five. But the dude has never won a playoff game. Yeah, man. And the one playoff game that they've been to with him, they blew a three- to four-touchdown lead. Okay, so whatever happened to rewarding the winners? And I know it's a team sport, but my God, Justin Herbert has zero playoff wins and really at the end of the day whose fault is that you know you look at some of these other players that might be let's say not perform as great as some of these other players that we just named but at the end of the day it's the negotiation is it the agent that should be commended for getting these deals yeah and you know then, and then the the thing about it is this is that they think oh well it looks like we're overpaying now but it's going to be cheap later on you know it's going to be one of those things where this is going to be a bargain but look at what's going on. Joe Burrow's next. Joey Bur Burrow. Burrow is next. You know Burrow's going to get paid more than Justin Herbert. Yeah. So Burrow's looking at Herbert's contract saying, well, I'm better than him. Boom. And then who's going to come knocking on that door next year? Yeah. You Dakota know. Rain Prescott. Dak <laughs> Prescott is going to come up, and he's going to want his money. And is Dak Prescott worth that much money? The answer is no, but he's going to get it anyway. Because the thing about it is this, is that the Cowboys, by the way, his name is Rain Dakota Prescott. Not I had it the other way around. It's Rain Dakota Prescott. The thing about it is this, is that Cowboy fans are in this odd situation where they've got a good quarterback who's never going to be a great quarterback. And if you come from like the angle that I'm at, which is I'm a Saints fan, and the Saints, for many years, had a future Hall of Famer in Drew Brees, and they won a Super Bowl 15 years ago. And you knew that you at least had an elite to very good quarterback in Drew Brees. And then after Drew Brees leaves, who do we have? We had Andy Dalton. The Saints had, you know, Jameis Winston, Ian Book, Taysom Hill. And you look at that and you think to yourself, God, I wish we at least had a good quarterback. I wish that we had a Dak Prescott. So there are about 20 teams in the NFL right now who look at the Cowboys and wish they had a quarterback just as good as Dak Prescott. The problem is, is that there are 10 teams in the NFL right now who would not want Dak Prescott on their team. They're like, no, we're good. We got our guy. We got Joe Burrow. Look at you what know. the Drew Show says about Dak. Drew Show says uh, Dak is going to get an obscene, ridiculous amount of money. Let's say, let's say it. You know, you pay the pay in the NFL and NBA is out of whack. Agents are running both leagues. It's handicapping fan bases and the league. The thing is, they get their money from from collective bargaining agreements. They get their money from 
TV deals and those TV deals get higher and higher. And therefore yeah, the, 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 the slice of the pie gets higher and higher, but man, it's just so bizarre to see all of these players who have no championships, no MVPs. And in the, in the Justin Herbert type of way, not even one playoff win. And they become the highest paid player in the NFL. Absolutely insane. Patrick Mahomes. What is Patrick Mahomes really worth? Patrick Mahomes. Dude, if he went to the Chiefs and said, screw 52 million, 53 million, I want 70, the Chiefs would do it. They would do it in a heartbeat. And he is worth every single penny. Uh, before we go to Jeff Garcia from Locked On Spurs and Ken's Five, uh, found it interesting that ESPN this morning had their analytics out, and they said that the Cowboys, who went 12-5 and back-to-back -back years, won a playoff game last season. The Cowboys have a 65% chance of going back to the playoffs. I so, take that. So a 35% chance of it not happening. Cowboys, according to ESPN analytics, have a 23% chance of reaching the NFC Championship game, which they haven't done since they last won a Super Bowl back in the mid-90s. And the Cowboys have a 7% chance of winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> a 1 in 14 chance. I would have put a little bit lower than 7. <laughs> hey, don't forget to subscribe to Locked on Spurs. Jeff Garcia of Ken's 5. He's the lead reporter over there. You can, you can follow him at Jeff G Spurs out on Twitter and on threads at Jeff G Ken's 5SA. Money bags in the house. You know, I follow you not only on Spotify, but also on YouTube as well, because not only can we listen to you on Spotify, but we can see your pretty face, your handsome face, my man. There he is. He's on camera. Oh, oh my on goodness, goodness, goodness. What's going on, my man? How have you been? Sorry, I'm late. Sorry, I'm late. Work, work, work. But just because you're late, but we it's like but it, graphic now. Well, it's like I did warn him minutes when he called me. I said, are you sure you want me on camera? Because work is going to pile up. He says, that's fine. So here we are. Baby, you but, know, I'm not going to stop you from making that cheddar, man. I'm not going to stop I, you from making I gotta that make, I got I to gotta make it, man. No, but as far as I'm feeling, you know what? I've had the worst last day and a half. I had this headache from hell. From hell. And it was a migraine. It was so bad. I had to shut off all the lights in the apartment. I had to take an hour nap in between breaks, you know, from day job and just now getting better. So uh, it wow. was brutal. Yeah, was brutal. you know, the headache came from counting all those stacks. Stacks of cash, of man. Cash, man. <laughs> that, what it is. You know what really got him better is probably he ordered another steak. <laughs> That's, that would make him feel better. <laughs> no, you know what got me? You know what got me better? Taking an hour nap. Uh, I think I got to incorporate that more. I mean, those those are so revitalizing. Daily naps is what we need, by the way. Daily naps is what we need. A mudsling is reaching out and saying, money bags, matcha tea will cost no less than $99. Again, $2 for the tea goes to mudslingers. $97 goes to Jeff Garcia's so checking happen? account. Is that, is that going to happen, by the way? I thought that was just a joke, right? <laughs> no. Like, uh, no, we're, we're going to make this happen. I think I'm leaning more towards naming the, the drink. I thought, okay, we'll name it Money Bags, but me yeah. and mine kind of like the name big time. No, that's for Jimenez. That's Jimenez. Oh, yeah, that's that gonna be a drink for him. That is my yeah. phrase right there. What, but, yeah, what, but what, Jeff what, is big time just too, man. What would be a? No, I have drink? not. I have not big time, Joe. Ever. <laughs> a, he came a, in late. A Jimenez drink would have a. But a, I, but I, but I, but I notified Jimenez though on his text. Yeah. 
You need to tell the producer. I'm, I'm right here. I'll let you. Hey, in. hey, 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 hey. Yeah, Mike. Mike is the leader of this this band right here. Now, now, I, I control the ship. There you go. <laughs> so if you are the green tea, because you got those green money bags there, I think if Mudslingers Dry Through Coffee does anything for me, and it's called Big Timing or Big Time, it would have to have a hint of coconut, would it not? Because that's what I'm yeah. referred to oh, many I'm times. Mad. Apparently, yeah, uh, coconut, yeah. But, <laughs> but we're hey, talking, we're oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Talking to Jeff Garcia from Locked On Spurs and Cans Five. You know, Victor Wembanyama is in hiding right now, which is fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, he he doesn't show himself. So all the people talking about him these days, from Tim Hardaway to Olden Polonese. Yeah, I mean, he yeah, even has Olden his name. Uh, <laughs> coming after Victor Wembanyama. Are you tired of this, or do you think that this is bulletin board material for Victor um, Wembanyama? Both. I think it's bulletin board material and tired of it. And a third, I'm ready. You know what? Enough talk. Let's get to business. I'm at that point now. Like, okay, yeah. you, you, haters, you got your word out. Wemby, you had your chance to shine at the uh, Summer League. You're going to go in shutdown mode? Fine. Perfect. Well, I'll see you in, what is it, uh, October? Uh, yeah. Camp? Uh, I'll see you then. I, I'm at that point now. Let's just get this summer out of the way and we just started the the worst part of the offseason too so it's what about a month and a half of just nothing so yeah we're we're we're, the, we're in the part of the season right now where it's just yeah we're waiting for october we're waiting yeah, for preseason games is, yeah the, uh, they moved up the nba season a, a few years ago it used to be where opening night was Halloween slash November that, one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now it's kind of mid October, which mm-hmm. makes it a lot more exciting. Now they have the NBA tournament, which is going to take place what somewhere in December as well. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to the season. I haven't been this excited about a season as a Spurs fan in maybe five or six years. Like, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I'm ready to get the ball up in the air and let's play some ball already. I want to see what this team is going to look like. I want to see how Wimby's going to, factor in i want to see if he's gonna live up to the billing i think that's the biggest storyline for me going into the new season is will he live up to the hype you know will he prove the naysayers wrong or will he prove all the ones that are praising him right and i think it's going to be a little mixed bag to start start off uh, but we probably won't see his potential till maybe around all-star break now you've been talking about the fact that his popularity in the trading market one of your articles on hands5.com has been talking about the fact that when it comes to people who collect basketball cards, it's become yeah, a yeah. big, big deal. On Locked on Spurs last week, he had a father and son yep. who were unwrapping pack after pack mm-hmm. after pack, and they got one of those super expensive yeah, they money did. bag they type of, of Wemby they cards. Hit it. And tell us about how that's all working right now for Wemby and what that means yeah. for fans. It's becoming more of a business. Uh, Joe can definitely uh, chime in on this too. Um, it's becoming more of a uh, like an investment, like stocks, bonds, because these um, these little cards are selling for top dollar in the secondary market. Your eBay's, your your Goldens uh, auctions. So just recently, in the last three months, Wimby's card is selling at a higher rate in grand, grand total in the last three months Wimby cards are selling over $93,000 collectively that's surpassing players like Hakeem Olajuwon Dirk Nowitzki even David Robinson so he is now the top selling card 
among even NBA Legends cards. And he hasn't even played a single minute in a regular season game yet. I so, wonder if he becomes the highest or the most popular, rather, jersey this year. I think oh, he'll no be. doubt. Oh, yeah, that, that's going to happen. That is going to happen. Wow. Just, France, just France alone is going to scoop up all his jerseys. But I'm, so. I'm talking about stateside. I mean, I understand. Oh, stateside? That yeah. Use yeah. it over. Kind of like China yeah. would always buy the Yao Ming mm -hmm. ones. But this one right here, though, in, in stateside, if stateside yeah. sales, if I'm going someplace, if I go to California or I go visit family on the East Coast, Chicago or someplace, and I mm -hmm. see Wemby jerseys, I would know that that guy is a star. Well, here's the thing behind all that. So when the Spurs go to other towns to go ahead and play, Wemby's going to command a lot of attention. So now you're going to have those fans that are coming out of the woodwork mm -hmm. just to jump on that fan base, you know, because he's popular. They're yeah. going to put on a Spurs jersey. I'm waiting for the rap song that refers to Wemby. Because so much <laughs> rhymes with Wemby. Yeah, you know, yeah. you could you could do something. You could play off of that. You can rip off of it. Talking to Jeff Garcia from Locked On Spurs and Kent's Five. Speaking of Locked On Spurs, you can subscribe on Spotify and subscribe on YouTube mm -hmm. as well. Because, I mean, you can you can consume his voice. You can consume his face. Again, Jeff Garcia <laughs> actually appears on the YouTube, and sometimes when I do it, oh, I'm I'm going. You're on, you're tonight. on tonight. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're realizing tonight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I won't big time you. I won't big time you. I'm on tonight. Oh, you will. You will. You will. Somehow you will. <laughs> no, but one of the things. Joe, can you be on standby about. in case? <laughs> All right. One of the things you've been talking about, locked on Spurs, is who is on the hot seat when it comes to the team. Yeah. And yeah. there's that name that always pops up because mm -hmm. if you ask ten Spurs fans, just go to the mall, go to Ingram Park Mall. Hey, who's on the hot seat for the Spurs? Who's on the hot seat for the Spurs? I would say the vast majority of them would say Keldon Johnson. You got, you got it, and that's who's on the spotlight uh, today's episode. So we all know that all the players collectively, the team is on the hot seat. You know, Sohan. Well, let's see what you could do, Sohan. Wemby, let's see you live up to the billing. Devin, everybody's saying, okay, he's gonna have the big leap. Let's see it. But if who had to be on that San Antonio temperature hot seat, like cranked up to a hundred, that would have to be Keldon. Because we already have like a sample size of what four or five years now uh, of him, four years. And you you look at last season and career numbers in certain categories, points, minutes, you know, whatnot. You know, it's good. It's good. But it just feels like there's another gear. Like there's something else. So we looked at some of the numbers uh, from last season. Well, the 20, what, 21, 22 to 22, 23. Mm -hmm. So... It was just incredible. Like, you don't know it was part of the assignment to tank, but there were his, like, for example, his defensive rating was getting better and better and better. It, you know, it was like about a hundred, it was like 100, 112, it was going down 111. It was, it was getting better. But then all of a sudden, last year, it jumps to like 122. Like, what? <laughs> all right. So then you look at another stat. I think it was, um, uh, a three-point percentage for that. It just took a dramatic mm. drop, like a dramatic drop. From 39 so okay, to 34%. Yeah, yeah. So you're starting, okay, is that just was because of everybody was on the same page or is that a trend we don't like? Yeah, so, so it, I will say this. If he's the player that he was last year, and people will look at me weird about this because he was the highest scoring spur out there. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it was also an inefficient. It was because the number of touches he got, mm -hmm. somebody's going to score, right? Every yeah. NBA team is going to put up 100, 
110 points. Somebody's got to score. And because of the usage, it was Keldon Johnson. Yeah. But when it came to what he was doing last year compared to what he was doing two years ago, two years ago, he was on track for something special. Yeah, I wasn't was. saying that he was going to be an all-star, but he was going to be in the conversation mm -hmm. down the road. Yeah. But yeah. when you look at Keldon Johnson, if he could return to form to where he was two seasons ago and the Spurs have him at $20 million this year mm -hmm. and 18, 17, 5, 17, 5 the next three years, yeah. it would be yeah. a bargain of mm -hmm. a deal. Talking to yeah. Jeff yeah, from Lockdown Spurs and Ken's 5, uh, people are talking about the fact that uh, on our, our YouTube chat line here that they've been bumping the uh, Jeff's rap. Oh, yeah. By, Jeff, by, by chat GPT and then also uh, talking about how your playlist is actually pretty banging. It has been. Do you work with out? Do you work out to your own playlist? I, I, I don't. Well, first of all, that's not my style of music. I don't work out to that kind of music, uh, that, yeah. that rap and whatnot. You know, so that's totally. I wouldn't. I would not. I, I would get annoyed fast. Um, but, uh, but circling back to Kelder real fast, another sign of the times is. If you were to ask out some Spurs fans, would you be okay if the team traded Kelden? All of them would be yes. You won't yeah. get that visceral reaction of, no, what are you, crazy? You, or you won't even, you may get a little bit of, yeah, sure. I think that's what you'll get. Be and are we at that point now with him? Because I think it's because we think he's replaceable. Yeah. Like Devin Vassell is not replaceable, right? Sohan, mm -hmm. to some extent, is not replaceable because you can't go find another Jeremy Sohan out there who can guard right, one through right. five, who can yeah. do various things. Devin Vassell and his skill set and how efficient mm -hmm. he is, you can't find that too often. Keldon Johnson is kind of like the running back of the team in the sense that you like to have him, mm -hmm. but if you had to get rid of him, you could probably replace him with something. Dude, if he got hurt and the Spurs were to put Barlow there or mm -hmm. change the lineup around and put Champagne in there, the Spurs would get similar production. Yeah, it's just whether because if you're comparing it to who he was last season, that is factual. But if you're comparing him to what he was two seasons ago, two seasons ago was not replaceable. Right. Last year's Keldon was and still <laughs> is replaceable. So it depends on which type of Keldon yeah. we get. Now you were talking to me earlier today about uh, a quad dup. Yes, quadruple double. Yes, yes. And so, I, was, I was looking at it. It hasn't happened in like 30 years, man. It's been a yeah, while. Yeah, yeah. So we had a fun game on Lockdown Spurs today. We had a, a game of buy or sell. And one of the questions, buy or sell, was in Wemby's career, will he be the next to record a quad dub? We said yes, that he'll likely get one. Because you could already knock off two categories, points and rebounds. So there's two. I'm not going to be surprised if... During his career, he has 10 or more blocks in a game. That's likely going to happen. And he can He's pass the ball quite well. He can too, pass though. the ball. He's going to get the double teams, the triple team. Um, he's going to get those assists out. That's going to happen. So, and you got a sample size of that just in the summer league. Just look at the game one. The one where everybody thought, oh, my God, he had a bad game. If you go look back, he was flirting with a triple-double. He was. He was flirting with it. He was like a point away from double figures and scoring and a few rebounds away. He was right there. So, Wemby, he gives a little column A, column B, column C, column D. 
I I got him penciled in as the next player to get a quad dub. He's probably the most likely. And in yeah. NBA history, it has not happened since February 17th, 1994. Only four players mm-hmm. in NBA history have ever recorded a quadruple double. Nate Thurman, who was a power forward slash mm-hmm. center from back in the day. We know Hakeem Olajuwon, who's a Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. Houston Rockets. And out of the four that have ha- have happened in NBA history, two of them, mm-hmm. Spurs, Alvin yep. Robertson, David yeah. Robinson. David Robinson, when he did it in February of 94, mm-hmm. had 34 points, yeah. 10 rebounds, 10 assists, yep. and 10 blocks. 10 blocks. Alvin Robertson, though, yeah. is, was the unique. Only, is the only yeah. small guy to do it. Yep. 20 points, 11 rebounds, yeah. 10 assists, and 10 steals. Yeah, that's what makes him unique, his position, and he did it with steals. Yeah. And going back in time, did you know that Tim Duncan should have had a quadruple double? Yeah. He's in, robbed. In, he got yeah, robbed yeah. because two of those two blocks one, yeah. were not counted as blocks. Mm-hmm. Even though if you go back in time and watch the tape, before, yeah, you, he, he gets they didn't revise the yeah. stats. Yeah, yeah, he got him. He got the two blocks, and they didn't give him credit. They gave it like to Malik Rose, I think, in one <laughs> game. I think it went thing. Damn it, Malik so, Rose. So, um, yeah, we got him penciled in as the next player to get the quad dub. Um, and it, it just makes sense, you know, just his physical attributes lend to it. He plays at the perimeter, too. And with his length, I can see him getting a tip here, a tip there, and getting recorded as a steal as well. So I think he's he could definitely, definitely do that. And by the way, yes, what, what I see in the comments here, uh, I think it was from uh, Bear County, Mike, Mike. Yes, I do listen to physical on my yeah, they Let's said get they physical by yeah. Olivia Newton-John. Can you believe it? He meant it too. Yeah. Like that was considered so racy in the day. Like that <laughs> was like, like MTV flirted with like not showing it. At well, all. I mean, she was also coming off of Greece from the late 70s, yeah. which was also kind of tongue in cheek type yeah, of yeah. things. You know, it was, uh, you know, we, we talk about dog whistles when it comes to certain things. And there's, mm-hmm. there's a dog whistle when it comes to things that could be considered racist. There are dog whistles when it things. Mm-hmm. That could be considered sexual, yeah. and that is a sexual dog whistle, is yeah. what she what she was doing with a lot of her shows, a lot of her mm-hmm. videos as well. Iconic yeah. video from back in the day, by the way. Iconic yeah. video, yeah, remade so many times. Before we let you go, two things, yes, sir. Not involving the Spurs. Okay. The okay. first one was I responded on Twitter. How is it that when I respond to something on Twitter, people can read it? Like, do people? <laughs> what do you like, mean? Do people search me out when it comes to this? Because I, I, someone posted what did a question, you do now? and it wasn't. It was uh, not nobody locally. It was just somebody asking the question: "What is the worst movie you've ever seen?" Oh yeah, you told me about this. Yeah, and oh, I no. I typed in there "Big Trouble in Little China." No, man. Yeah, and about thirteen people have responded, and I'm going, "Well, they must be people who are movie fans nationwide." No, sure. it's all listeners to the show who are all pissed off, saying that I'm. They probably they probably either have your like notifications on for yeah, things yeah. you say. So I think that's probably what, how they're seeing it, or they have a a small follower list, and you know they just happen to see it on the timeline. Doesn't get cluttered like mine gets cluttered. So I got yeah. a question for Jeff too before he leaves. Yeah. So I was going to ask you, Jeff, did you have you been watching this thing that's been going on over here? Yes, like, uh, yeah, I heard y'all the UFOs, and UFOs, and all that. I had I had it on my notifications to watch it from beginning to end, and I, the parts that blew my mind is when they said the UFO stood mid-flight, like stationary during a hurricane, um, didn't move at all, 
The other one is when the guy talked about the bodies they recovered from a crash. And the, the lady, the representative, asked the guy, hey, uh, who are these pilots? Are they from Earth? And the guy was like, <laughs> the guy was like, no, they're not. Uh, they were not. Um, I, I love the um, uh, the one guy. He just says, "Look, you're, you're not. They're not going to give it to you." He goes, "But if you ask a certain way and the and where to look, you'll get all that information." Um, so uh, I thought it was fascinating. Uh, yeah, I've been glued to that topic. Uh, I mean, I'm a nerd. I mean, it's, nobody yeah, yeah. talked that Jeff's watching space aliens and stuff, you know. But well, well, I'm gonna um, ask you a question because I asked Mike, and Mike says he's never seen a UFO. Yeah. Have you seen a UFO? Yes, I have. I've seen them, I saw three times. Um, one in San Antonio, I was in the backyard of my house in the south side, and I saw a crown looking, glowing ship in the sky, like looked like a little crown just skimming by. I used you to live in Michigan. aluminum foil or nothing like that from a taco, <laughs> right? I used to live in I used to live in Michigan, and I remember um, it was a small city, so it was it wasn't like a big bustling city, not a lot of lights, you know, to burn out the skyline. Um, and I'm walking to a friend's house, and I saw a red ball in the sky just hovering right above like the buildings. And then no, no, no that, that was it. You then I'm sorry, yeah, no, no, no. no there, were, you, were you drinking any of these nights? Well, the one night, maybe there was one night, maybe I was in downtown San Antonio. This was like in the like the early two thousands, leaving a bar, and I I could have swore I saw a helicopter chasing green balls of light in the sky. I swear to I swear to God I saw that. So nice. um, if I see some crazy stuff, yeah, that thing's just fascinating. It's it's, it's finished uh, already, but I'm gonna go replay and catch the end and then get it watch the ending but he meant i think you have another question for me right this yeah. is probably more, well it's also speaking of, speaking of heavenly objects uh yes who's your fighter <laughs> choose Paige, wisely paid spironic or molly kiram because i was oh. watching first take and by the way i can't stand first take like Stephen a smith has completely jumped the shark oh, i cannot sure. stand it anymore and then they have mad dog on there and mad dog is yeah. so made up and contrived so I, well, I he been doing more. that but, for years. He was he was first take before first take. Yeah, yeah. But, Mad Dog's been doing that for years. Yeah. I'm going. I'm flipping through channels, and I see Molly Kiram. Oh yeah. And you know, I met Paige Spironic for a glorious two and a half minutes earlier this year. But Molly Kiram, my yep. goodness, I have a poll out asking gentlemen, asking the listeners, to vote on who they think is more attractive. Paige Veronica yeah. or Molly Kiram. Yeah. And I tell you what, the poll results are closer than what I thought they'd be. Oh, yeah. I figure that, too. Yeah, they'd be close. Choose your yeah, fighter. Yeah. Choose your fighter. I'm going with Paige. Ain't even close. There's no debate. I want to be yeah. like, Jeff, you dirty birdie. <laughs> no, no debate. <laughs> no, it's, it's, no, it's, it's Paige. It's Paige. No, look, look. It's, she, uh, Molly's a good contender. You know, it's a good, you know. She's like a like at, in uh, on pages level though. We're looking at at, at the pages of the bar. Yeah. Then Molly is like a a play in team, like oh, a high seed play in no, team. Oh, she's man. the G, she's the G League to to. Page no, I'm not saying G League. I'm just saying she she's an NBA team and she's a really good NBA team. But she's, she's like a high. Team. She's a play in tournament. Yeah. She, don't forget what's me is for Molly is just that. Oh, she can get us kind of annoying sometimes on the show. Then just give me annoying. a then give me a one seed. That's not paid spironic. Oh, that's a good question. Oh, okay. Uh, um, 
it's going to be comic book related. No, no, no. Victoria Justice. Um, oh, violating the uh, half plus seven. Uh, half plus seven. Got to sign the, the oh, sirens. Half plus seven man. rule violated. Now what's I will that? say this about Victoria Justice. She's beautiful. She's she's a singer. Oh, yeah. She's an actress. Oh, oh yeah. By the way, her sister is more attractive than Victoria Justice. That's kind I of a weird thing. Yeah, That's that it. is the weird thing. Uh, but uh, I would say one seed. Hmm. Wouldn't like Gal Gadot be a one seed? Yeah, Gal Gadot would be a one seed. Yeah. Um, I, I put it on there. Who else would be a one seed? Oh man, Olivia Munn. Olivia nah, Munn. Oh uh, no, she's a three seed. She, yeah, three seed. she's a high seed. Yeah, she's a high seed. I mean, um, she, she made the tournament, but this is like NCAA brackets. You know, this is gonna doing. be tough. Like, if you get the one seed, so it, in my but one seed, it's the, the uh, Selma Hayek, according to Chris Gonzalez. You know, she is a. Uh, you know, I mean, she was. No, she's the, a one seed. She's a one. She seed. was a one seed for many, many, many years. I don't know if she's a one seed now, but she's still You're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. No, no, I saw her 56 year old uh, birthday uh, uh, pictures the other day. She's she's high up there. But you know, uh, going back to some of these these other ones, you know, it, it's funny because like you're right, there is a, a particular type that people like. Mm-hmm. You know, so like if you like a uh, Gal Gadot, you like um tall. Ace reaches out and says, "Do a Lipa." You like them, kind yes, of yes, Eastern yes. European, right? I agree with Ace. Right? Agree if, with Ace if, yeah. if you like Hillary Duff as a one seed, according to Josh Jimenez, that mm-hmm. means that you like girls with big butts who are uh, uh, lighter, lighter skin. Yeah. Victoria Justice is those for for those who like those who are fit, have a really pretty face, mm-hmm. you know, but very, very fit and thin. Uh, so Eric reached out saying, "Kate Beckinsale." Uh, yep, that is yep. more of a I want a classy lady, right? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of funny because there's no like right or wrong. And I joke all the time about like certain ones. Like Selena Gomez is probably a four seed right now, right? Chris oh, <laughs> Gonzalez, BB Rexa. Okay. From the front. I, I don't know who that is. From the front, a seven seed. From the back, a one seed. I mean, yeah. BB Rexa, she's a uh, pop singer who's done a little bit of country along the way. Uh, I'll, I'll send you some picks. I'll send you some okay. picks. But uh, taking a look at the poll right now, and we're going to update this in 20 minutes when the show ends. Choose your fighter. Choose your fighter. Molly Karam in the lead right now, 52% to 48%. Wow. Is Ace Veronica going to be dethroned? You know what it is? Because Latinos like like, uh, the the darker features. Yeah, the darker hair. Yeah. No, I mean, I think side by side, pound for pound, Paige wins that fight. Pound for pound. Damn. I mean, there's, I mean, it's, 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 it goes maybe 10 rounds in a boxing match. It goes 10, 10 rounds. It's going to go 10 out yeah. of 12 rounds, but, uh, yeah. The, the, the ref will step in and call the fight on. Let me uh, see. Let me see. I think, um, let's see. Uh, you know, I agree with Ace. Do a leap for sure is a one seed. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, hey, before you, you go, Jeff, I got to ask you because you're a boxing fan just like me. You know, that's a yeah. big boxing match coming up here on the weekend. So, we have a, a viewer here who's watching. His name is Chris Sam. He says, guys, thoughts on Crawford versus Spence this weekend. Super fight for all the belts. Who you got, Jeff? Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. I'm going with Crawford, man. That's just me personally. I'm going with Crawford, too. Yeah. You know, I striking have- power. I like the striking power. I might have to go the other way, man. I mean, Spence, 28-0. 22 knockouts. Uh, 
I mean, I know Crawford's 39. I know one of the all-time uh, best yeah. of, of the last 10, 15, 20 years or so. But that's a great fight. But that's one that I want to, like, relive on Monday. I don't want to, like, you know, talk about it leading up to it. Because boxing lead-ups are kind of kind of suck sometimes. But yeah. uh, my goodness, my goodness. Everyone's coming out with, with their, their different number one seeds coming out. The BB Rexa one's interesting, right? Because I don't know if she's a one seed. I looked her up right I, now. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I don't think she's a no. one seed, but mm -hmm. she uh, she got hit in the face with a cell phone the other day <laughs> while performing at a concert. Someone threw a phone at her. Uh, yeah. Absolutely crazy. But that is Jeff Garcia <sighs> from Lockdown Spurs and Ken's Five. Man, I'm trying to think of one more one seed I can think of before I go, but I, I can't think of one right now. Can't I think mean, of one. wouldn't Barbie herself be a one seed? Robbie, yeah. Margot Robbie. Yeah. What about what about Anne Hathaway? No, no, no. Yeah, maybe not. You like one. thin oh. girls, dude. That 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 is your. <laughs> oh, I do. Yeah, yeah. That, you, that's my thing. You name a celebrity. You name somebody thin. I I I I I think it was you. I I think you had asked me like, what do I look for in a woman? And I say, you know, long hair, athletic look, uh, thin, uh, fair complected. So yeah, I mean, that's right up. That's right up my alley, right there. Yeah. What about Christina Hendricks? Is she number one? Uh, no, she's a one seed. Years, 12, she, she, 12 years she, ago during Mad yeah. Men's heyday, yeah. she would have been a one seed. She would have been a one seed. You know, yeah. She, yeah. Boy, she, she, she lost she one. lost the one seed already. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, she has? Been oh, she's beautiful. She's beautiful. But no, she's been replaced by uh by many people over the years. But that is Jeff Garcia from Locked On Spurs and Ken's Five. My man, money bags. Don't forget to subscribe to Locked On Spurs, Ken's Five. And don't I forget tonight, Jimenez. Don't big town. Don't big time me. <laughs> Money bags. I can't big time you, baby. Can't. I won't do it. Joe, be on standby. <laughs> no, I got you, man. All right, Jeff. Thanks, right, man. Now, if you want to karaoke some BB Rex, uh, you can do so Thursday night over at Serenity Manor. It's an events venue on Old Bandera Road across from Flora's Country Store. As my cousin Lonnie, and now Joe likes to say, Kitty Corner. Kitty Corner. From Florida's Country Store. I mean, I love this place. They had a a great opening night when it came to karaoke. They're going to do it every other Thursday. They did, they did it two weeks ago. I was there, had a great time out there. They're going to do it again tomorrow night starting at 6 p.m. Go to about 10 or 11 o'clock and go there not only thirsty for beer, wine, and margaritas, but go there hungry as well because SA Curbside Eats will be there. They serve quesadillas, tacos. They serve burgers. It's a great place, great venue. This is a historic building built in 1913. Again, it's on Old Bandera Road in Old Town Helotus. It's called Serenity Manor. There's a bar. There's going to be an area there that has karaoke. Uh, it's good times. And it's also a place where you can bring your kids. You can bring your teens, and they can enjoy the night as well. Maybe go up there and take the stage as well. People aren't falling over drunk. People are going there to have one, two, or three drinks, have a good night, uh, but not ruin other people's nights. It's a great place. It's a great venue. They do weddings, quinceaneras, baby showers, corporate events, bridal showers, family reunions. They have an indoor and outdoor area, which, by the way, is also going to be used both indoor and outdoor for uh, a market day on August 19th and 20th. If you want to take part by just going, again, it's the 19th and 20th of August. Or if you are a vendor yourself, you could reach out to them and say, hey, I'd like to have a table either inside or outside. Artisans, crafters, bakers, uh, people who make clothes, pet treats, and more. Uh, reach out to Serenity Manor. Again, they're on Old Bandera Road. And if you uh, can't find them, reach out to me. DM me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, 
and I will get you in contact with the people who run Serenity Manor. They do a fantastic job out there. Hey, Joe, Lionel Messi, baby. Did it again. Again. Oh, he did it again. Woo! You know what? The GOAT. I, okay, first of all, a year ago, I had never watched soccer at all. Okay, I would go see my friends in high school play, right? But uh, the idea of watching soccer, I would only do it during the World Cup. And then people were saying, Jimenez, you got to go see a, a San Antonio FC game. You got to go do this, go do that. And I started watching more and more. And I've become more and more of a fan. I'm not a super fan, but I understand the appeal. And I'm getting into it. And then you hear these stories about Lionel Messi, who is the GOAT, coming over to Miami and enjoying life. We saw those photos from last week of him going up and down the grocery store and not being really bothered by a lot of people, not being swarmed. People stopped for photos, but it wasn't a thing where he felt like he was in danger, that he was going to have to run for his life because so many people were attacking him. He's enjoying life in Miami. He's making money. He's going to make that Apple money, that Adidas money. First match he played last week, winning goal. Like in dramatic fashion, winning goal. And the smile he had on his face was just so relief. It was like, like, like he was home. It's a weird thing. He goes out there, plays for Intel Miami yesterday, scores two goals in the first 22 minutes of the match. Miami beats Atlanta United 4-0. And if you're keeping track at home, two matches. The GOAT, Messi, three goals and one assist. Difference maker, man. Making it look easy. He's the captain over there now. And uh, this is much watch TV, and this is also a prime ticket. People want to go see oh, him lots play. Lots of celebrities in this in the stands there. Yeah, he gave the first jersey, the pink jersey that he wore. He gave it to like Kardashian's kid, Kim yeah. Kardashian's. They kid. even showed him. Was it yesterday? I think he made the rounds on social media. He was consoling DJ Khalid's son because he was yeah. crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Texas Rangers lead the AL West is now down to one game. The Rangers have pretty much led the AL West the entire season. There's 60 games to go in the season. The Astros keep climbing their way to first place tonight. They play each other again. Astros going for a sweep. And if they do pull off the sweep, the Astros will tie the Rangers for first place in the AL West. At this point, both teams are in position to make the playoffs either as a division winner or as a wildcard team. Going to be honest with you, people were giving me complete crap about baseball yesterday. Yeah, they were. Dude, you know how many people talk to me about baseball? No one. No one. The, the, in, in the order that people want to talk to me about sports, it goes like this. Number one is NFL. Oh, football is always king. Now, with Wemby, it was a distant two with the Spurs. But now with Wemby, it's now one and one A. The third, people want to talk to me about soccer. Yeah. The fourth, people want to talk to me about Boxing or MMA, just something physical like that. The number of people who stop me and go, hey, what did you think about the Rangers game last night or Astros game? I'm like, dude, there's 162 games in a season. None of it matters until September. Yeah, October is when they really start going into the playoffs. You know, e Exactly. Yeah. But September is when you're, they're, they're fighting for that playoff position. And it's one of those things where I know the Rangers are having a special season, but they've kind of left their – let their foot out off the gas. The Astros have been there kind of in a lurking position where they're not playing the greatest, but it's all about playing hot at the end of the regular season. It's no different than the NFL. I get excited about the NFL, but if your team goes 4-0 to start the season, it means absolutely nothing for the most part. 
because how are you playing in November and December after Thanksgiving? How are you playing then? Because that determines whether you're going to go far or not in the playoffs. And the same thing goes with baseball. I know they're jockeying for position for first place and jockeying for playoff positioning. But it doesn't matter until September when you can see what kind of team is actually going to be entering the playoffs. Yeah. I will start paying attention September 1. September 1. That's it. That's it. I would rather watch uh, Crawford Spence. I would much rather watch week one of college football. I would much rather watch Wimbledon than watch a regular season baseball game. And the sad fact is baseball used to be one of my favorite sports growing up. I watched the Cubs for so often and the Rangers were my favorite team. But when they were one strike away from winning the World Series and the Cardinals came back to win, I bounced, man. I bounced. Yeah, I'm telling the truth, man. I'm not really a Rangers nor an Astros fan, man. It's For me, it's always been about the Boston Red Sox since I've been a kid. Yeah. That's my team, and they're not doing too well right now in the AL East. They are almost uh, – they're a game above the Yankees right now, but they're not going to catch the Orioles, who are 62 and 39. Well, part of the mystique was uh, back in the day was the two cursed teams were two of the most loved teams with the Boston Celtics and Boston uh, Red Sox, rather, and the Chicago Cubs. And the dramatic way in which the Red Sox won the World Series, where they were down three games to none to the Yankees, came back to win that series 4-3, then go on to win the World Series. And then in 2016, when the Cubs finally won the World Series, those were two teams that hadn't won in 80, 90 years. Yeah. And I look at that, and I wonder... Are the Dallas Cowboys the next Red Sox? <laughs> Man. Someone asked a question the other day. When do we jump off the ship of that being the Cowboys being America's team? I think we need to have that conversation legitimately if the Cowboys go 30 years. They're at 26, 27 now. They go 30 years and don't even get to the NFC Championship game, much less the Super Bowl. We need to have a conversation about this because America's for winners. <laughs> and if the Cowboys aren't winners, why should they be called America's team? Now, speaking of winners, though, San Antonio's team, when it comes to concrete placement, MCS General Contracting, their number on the screen, 210-774-9155. Chris Leha is part of this family group that owns this company. I uh, actually hung out with Chris Leha last night at that Spurs fan meet and greet, that Spurs Twitter meet and greet. MCS General Contracting, 210 774 9155. They want to do the job right and do it right the first time. They keep telling me it's not about the price, man. Sometimes the cheapest isn't the right thing. Exactly. Get man. what you pay for. And if you're trying to do a slab for a home, trying to do a slab for a business, or trying to do a parking lot, maybe even an extension to your driveway. Maybe you want to do a concrete patio in the back. Maybe uh you are trying to do a pool or something to that effect, and you need concrete services out there. They're going to do it. They're going to do it the right way. MCS General Contracting, 210-774-9155. Honest pricing, high-quality work. And again, parking lots, that's a big, big deal. If you are a business owner, if you're developing a, a, a piece of land, if you – I mean, how about this? You're building out in the country, and you want to have a driveway. You don't want to have just a bunch of rock along the way. You're trying to do some patio work out there. Got need, need extra room for your trach or need extra room for your, your patio furniture. 
MCS General Contracting is going to make it happen for you. 210-774-9155. Now, here's the thing. We're going to update real fast. Well, you know what? I'll do the update about uh, the uh, the poll question towards the end of the show. But in pop culture news, I thought we put this to bed. Jason Aldean. Should I go ahead and play the, the intro? Yes, go ahead and play the intro. Dun, dun. Love it. Entertainment news. I'm All Mike right. Jimenez with people.com. <laughs> no, uh, Jason Aldean, we're not going to get into politics today about this. I'm not going to throw out curse words. Uh, we've already lived that moment last week. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. People are going to side with Jason Aldean no matter what he says or does. People are going to believe that it's racist no matter what they believe either. You've already chosen sides. Although I did point out the fact on social media the other day that Jason Aldean uh, was also shown to have done blackface. No, oh, man. During Halloween, like five years ago, five or six years ago, never apologized for it. I'll just throw that out there. But his music video for that controversial video, uh, that song called Try That in a Small Town, that video has now been altered. Now, I don't know why or who made that decision. But some of the clips have been altered and changed. Now, country music television, CMT, pulled that video from its rotation. They actually show videos on CMT. They pulled that song from that rotation. Now, this song has gone on to be number one on country charts and iTunes and things like that. And a lot of people thought that there were dog whistles there uh, saying that it was racist because of his background and things that he has said against the, the gay community, the transphobic community. He and his wife have done that. And they're saying, hey, look, you're showing video of a small courthouse where a black teen was lynched 100 years ago. And about 70 years ago, there was a race riot there. People took sides. I took my sides. The listeners took their sides. That is not why we're having this conversation today. We're having this conversation because for some reason, six seconds of video from this music video have been pulled away, have been taken off. And it was the video that was of Black Lives Matter's protests that was shown on the wall of this courthouse. So now that's been removed. So now the music video is different than what it was a week ago when it first came out. So I find this to be interesting because I wonder if this is Jason Aldean's camp way of saying, hey, look, we'd like to have this song on rotation. We'd like to have this song on, on CMT. Not only is on this, that, is this but good what about enough? the radio airwaves? Yeah, I mean, it's being downloaded. It's being it's being downloaded. It's being streamed. My thing about it is this. It kind of reminds me of those movies where it's rated R, but they take out like three or four curse words and suddenly it's PG-13. <laughs> PG-13, yeah. Or it's rated NC-17. They do a few things and they remove it. They make it down to R. I wonder if that's what Jason Aldean's doing. I wonder if that is what he is trying Maybe to do. Maybe he's finally understanding the gravity of his comments. No. You know? No, because I, I personally believe that he knew what he was doing, and he's smart in doing so. He's really, really dumb at the end of the day, because really what you're doing is you're just hurting the amount of profit that you're going to go ahead and get. And not only that, but you're also hurting the other people who were involved in the making of all these the video, the producing, and all no, that kind of I, stuff. I think man. I think they profit off of this. I, I think I mean, they, they charge I, what they charge. I, I think he stoked that fire, knowing that there'd be a reaction because that song was released in May and no one gave a crap about it. It but, was the video 
that did it. it yeah, was but the here's video. the thing, though, man. Like, if you're working on this production, is this something that you're going to want to put on your resume? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Tim Gonzalez, Mike Jimenez, will you have guests next month on your show that covers college football? Because I watch more football, college football. You know who we NFL. need to have on? We need to have my boy JJ Perez come on and talk about UTSA Dude, football. I, I reached out to JJ uh, on D- I DM'd him. Let's see what what comes out of that for UTSA football. Uh, Johnny Walker, uh, we'll be doing more things together when it comes to college. You want football. me to call my boy JJ? I got his number. Make it happen, baby. I'll make it happen. Make it happen. Speaking of about making it happen, Cynthia J Sanchez makes it happen for you if you want to buy a home or sell a home. Dude, I am so happy that she sent me all those five star reviews that she got. Where people are saying, man, he she did a fantastic job in finding me a home and understanding what we were going through and not being pushy and educating us about San Antonio, certain parts of town, the school districts, educating us when it comes to interest rates. Cynthia J. Sanchez has been in business for 16 years. Think about that. How many real estate agents out there have been in business for 16 years? It's like an 80% fail rate. Okay, she knows what she's doing. She knows all sides of town. She was born, raised in San Antonio. You know, man, she knows people in the military band because she worked for USA, so she understands that lifestyle. Very big in the faith-based community. She's just somebody who's going to give you the right house at the right price and make sure that you don't overspend. Make sure that you pick the right home, you know, because it's about getting the right house because she knows that you're probably going to get another house five years later or 10 years later, and she wants to be a realtor for life, not for just one transaction. JPAR Real Estate 210 273-0748-210-273-0748. I asked her the other day, hey, do you have any listings that I can maybe promote on Twitter? She goes, no, sold them. Man. Sold them. Sold them. She sells houses. Yeah, that's what she's she's a good seller there, man. She's a good real estate agent. She's got nothing left in the bank because yeah. she sold everything. Yeah, she goes, I'll go house hunting for you. But uh, that's basically it. Cynthia J. Sanchez, 210. 210- Two seven three zero seven four eight. Let's update our poll results when it comes to choose your fighter, or should I say, choose your hottie, Paige Speronic, or Molly Kiram of ESPN's first take. Look at that. Fifty three percent saying Molly Kiram. Now we're gonna give an update on this tomorrow after a full twenty four hours. But are you surprised, Joe, that Molly Kiram wants is is leading this poll right now? I'm not surprised, man. I'm telling you, man. Everybody's looking at first take, and they ain't looking at they're not watching first take for Stephen A. Smith or Mad Dog screaming and yelling. They're watching Molly Kiram Rose. Yeah. Well, no longer Rose. She got divorced. Oh, Molly Kiram, should I say? Yeah, it was weird because she was married to Jalen, you know, for a while there. She was. Yeah. Molly Kiram's such a dime. I mean, they're both tens. I mean, we're splitting hairs here. We're yeah. splitting hairs. We're splitting hairs. I know, man. I just like brunettes, dude. That's basically it. That's it. Yeah, I like Molly's style. That that's the thing about it. I like like today she wore cargo pants. She it's can pull very, it off. It's man. very difficult to to pull off cargo yeah. pants, but she really does. Locked on Spurs, Ken's five. Jeff Garcia says another number one seed, 80 Susanna Hoffs of the Bengals. Jeff, I uh, told uh, Mike Taylor when he was on the show here a few weeks ago that Susanna Hoffs of the 80s was my first celebrity crush. That was the first celebrity that made me just feel something inside. You know, maybe, 
<laughs> it made me feel something in the uh, crotchal area. You know, I was like, oh my goodness. Let's be honest, just where you got your first chip. That's that's basically <laughs> it. She was doing the left to right eye eye thing and the walk like an Egyptian video, and I was like, oh, what is this? And then to find out that Prince had a huge crush on her. Prince wrote the song Manic Monday, which was sung by the Bengals, and he gave it to her, hoping to like hook up with her, and it never happened. That we know of anyway. Yeah. But uh the Bengals, not a bad band. Not a bad band. Oh man, yeah, I gotta agree with Mario Cavazos, man. Saying Alyssa Milano was still a hottie. You know, Alyssa Milano was also kind of weird. Uh I don't know if she bathes. Uh, you know, I mean, she's so pretty. I mean, I remember her. What was that that show? Charmed. I yeah. mean, Charmed was a good show. I mean, it wasn't a good show, but it had who wasn't Charmed? It was her. It was that girl from Nine Hundred Two One Zero, the Shannon Doherty. Yeah, she was in there, and it had another girl in there that was kind of like a ninety star. Uh, when it comes to like, um, uh, when it comes to like horror movies, it was a uh, Rose McGowan. Yeah. She was always with, um, God, what was his name? Marilyn Manson. Yeah, she was with him for a spell. Yeah. Yeah. But you know who we haven't talked about, Loki, from like the 90s, 2000s, though? That was smoking hot. Jennifer Love Hewitt, dude. Don't get me started, dude. She, she is in the Michael Jimenez Hall of Fame of hotties. <laughs> Up in the Raptors. If you ever watched uh, that TV show that she had on Lifetime, uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt had a show. Um, God. It was on Lifetime. It was called The Client List. That's what it was, uh, where she was uh, – it was portraying a, a, a true-life story of something that happened in East Texas where it was this woman who was, like, leaving her husband and kids to go become a massage therapist an hour away from home, but really it was a uh, naughty place, if you will. And uh, my wife and I would watch The Client List. And this was when she was in her 30s. You know, so it wasn't like – it wasn't Jennifer Love Hewitt from Party of Five or from, you know, I Know What You Did Last Summer. You know, this was this was an adult, mature Jennifer Love Hewitt. Very, very beautiful woman. A lot of people believe that the song from John Mayer, Your Body is a Wonderland, is actually about her. Yeah, because man. he wrote that song while they were dating. I'd buy it. Hey, do you know, the thing is, it, my first introduction to her was when I was watching this show that she was on way back in, in the day. And it came out, I think it was on ABC. It was called the birds b-y-r-d-s birds of paradise interesting the only reason i watched that show was because of her well you know we talk about jennifer love hewitt uh party of five was a very good show back in the day that was a very very good show and the little girl who played the little the uh baby sister to scott wolf in that show oh lacy charbet lacy charbet who ended up becoming gretchen wieners on uh, mean Girls and has moved on to become the Hallmark movie girl. It's like Candace Cameron Bure and Lacey Chabert are doing the Lifetime Hallmark Christmas movie type of thing every single quarter is what they're doing. They're, they're, they're turning these movies out. Uh, but Lacey Chabert, very, 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 very attractive herself. Uh, she is low-key three-seed. Low key. Oh man. Have you ever seen Not Another Teen movie? Yeah. She I've seen she that. plays the girl that everyone's in love with. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Hey, I want to thank everybody for watching this show. Thank you again to our sponsors. Again, uh, we have MCS Concrete Placement Services. We've got uh 
new sponsors coming in. We got J Par Real Estate when it comes to uh, Cynthia J Sanchez. We have Serenity Manor again tomorrow is going to be karaoke night over there. Then thank you again to our new sponsors for the Fantasy Gods: Mad Packer Brewery, Mudslingers Drive Through Coffee, and also Bear County so Social Apparel. So looking forward to that. That gets going August six. We'll probably go to two hours right around that time as well as sports start to get going. Uh, we have a big fight this weekend that we need to talk about on Monday. Yeah, we do. We do. Thank you to Jeff Garcia from Lockdown Spurs and Ken's Five for uh, being on today's show. And also, I'm going to be on Lockdown Spurs tomorrow. Well, we'll find out if either you're on or you big-timed him. We shall see. That's Joe <laughs> Garcia. My name is Mikey Menace. This is the Acquired Taste. Don't forget to hit the like button. And don't forget to spread the word that we're on a mission to fill in the gaps between 10 and 2 here in San Antonio. Let's make it happen. Thanks for being with us. See you tomorrow.